0: Hello and welcome to the Spiritualized Podcast. This is your host, Jess Fenton, and I'm bringing you a three part series in building your spiritual brand. This three part series will be dedicated to different people at different stages of their business. So you'll only find yourself in one of these episodes represented. The first episode is going to be dedicated to those who are moving towards their first million, and the trials and tribulations and what's going on in this space. The second episode will be dedicated to those who have reached the million mark, or thereabouts, but have found that what was working is no longer working, and I want to bring some awareness as to why that might be happening and of course in that awareness it's easy then to go oh that might be me and then shift it very quickly and get back into exactly what was working beautifully beforehand. The third episode is going to be dedicated to those who are moving towards the 10 million dollar figure and above and the importance of individuating your brand. Without individuating your brand, there is going to be a host of problems coming up. They might have already started to transpire, but if they haven't, they're going to be. Even if you're reaching the 20, 30, 40 million and above mark, even though there's that incredible success in um, one respect, it's other stuff is coming up. And I want to highlight that and the importance of individuating the brand so that there's not a bondage to it and instead a freedom. And that's always the reason why we create these virtual brands is to find freedom within it. Just like a relationship. When a relationship is individuated, you both have two individuated people and you move in to inner, you move into outer union because you have that inner union. Both people are together. They feel so free together that they completely magnetize to each other without the bondage, without the attachment, without all of the drama that comes often in these relationships when people are not individuated. So we'll look at that. Well, I'm excited to look at the individuation of the brand. We're starting today with the episode for the second group which are those who around the million mark and I'm just giving that as throwing that figure out there. It's basically if you've had uh, quite a lot of success but things have stopped working and I want to highlight why that might be and to talk about the spiritual, emotional, energetic and strategic things that could be shifted In order to get back on track, I call this one the Diamond Reset. This is uh, the fact that there was a diamond there. It was all shiny. It was going amazingly. And then suddenly that house of cards just fell. Often very quickly, dramatically. And leaving a lot of confusion. Potentially leaving a dark night of the soul. Uh, tower moments, illness, all sorts of stuff going on. And quite s- simply, we can look at why that might have been happening, because it's actually very common. Um, as we look at the spiritual community, we see that most people are coming in to build their spiritual business, their spiritual brand, as a way of understanding their own power to be on this planet and to provide for themselves in a way that feels the most powerful to them. This might be if you like want to really be in your own purpose creating what you want and control of your own time and space having no one to tell you what to do being able to earn as much money as you want with no barrier that the nine to five for example might offer and we see that the 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 business is just important as the relationship. Within a relationship, as you move through the spiritual awakening, it is teaching you so much to come into wholeness, to individuate, to come out of old programming. And the partner reflects that. So there's amazing lessons held within the space of romance. And there's amazing lessons held in the space of business, of building a spiritual brand or building a business or whatever it might be so this is what's been coming up what I've observed in this group of people and of course this might not be you there might be completely different reasons but this is what I'm going to be speaking about today and it's that the foundation wasn't built or it wasn't built solidly enough And you might be going, no, I've got a foundation, I've got this, I've got that, you know, all the different bits and pieces. But the foundation I'm talking about, I guess, is more energetic and spiritual. Because there's something about having a business in spiritual awakening where you want to take people with you. As your level of consciousness suddenly sparks into a new realm, a new level, a new expansion, you want to bring everyone along with you. And so you keep sparking into different levels of of conversation of consciousness, which is amazing, but it's very difficult to bring everybody with you. There's also an issue that arises where the certainty that was present in the beginning of the business Is no longer present because as you keep moving, you start to see, oh, actually, I'm not going to be able to hold this business at this level because I keep getting bored or I keep wanting to shift. My consciousness shifts and now I'm interested in something else. And what I was interested before in my business is now boring to me. So we see that this is where the collapse can happen through two different reasons. One being because there was a deep, innate lack of certainty that was present before. And there is this need to move everybody with you through your spiritual journey, which is untenable, it's unsustainable. Even for those who have done it and got to 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 million, they're they're destined to implode. Because it's not sustainable and either the business will implode or they will implode with the mental health or physical health or spiritual health. Something has got to give. So we go back to this foundation setting and why there was so much certainty at the beginning. So if we look at the the classic story, it came into the spiritual awakening, started the business because there was just this deep resonance with everything to do with spirituality and whatever your your interest was you're like oh i just love this and you started the business it whatever challenges were there you obviously got to, to a place of success essentially that's the story of the the spiritual awakening of We want to have this business that is part of us, that is part of the spiritual awakening, that gives us that purpose, and we can follow our hearts and be moving through consciousness while taking this business, this brand, with us. But that doesn't work. It works for a bit, but it doesn't continue to work. But there is a way to sort it out, and as soon as there's awareness, the, the ability to sort it out can be very quick. What this does is it takes you from observation of what I've seen in numerous people who've who've said that this is what's happening in their brand, and people I've worked with. What happens is that you can, as soon as the awareness is made, you suddenly jump to. The six, eight, ten million mark within a year. It happens very quickly. So that's the good news. The good news is the this middle bit which you might be struggling with uh, is very temporary, it's completely normal um, and I just want to bring awareness to that. So we have talked about the the spiritual aspect of it now, why there might have been a lack of foundation is because if you were able to bring the right energy to it, you were probably moving quite quickly, making money very quickly, getting resources, support, helping people, um, everybody was really benefiting and it was moving at speed. Why the foundation couldn't be set is there might have been um, an observation on the external reality, looking at what others are doing, and getting, in a sense, competitive. Not being in that um, stable, mature energy of "this is my spot, and I'm just going to be the hare, not the tortoise." And I'm just going to keep moving through this 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 place of stability, and not let others. Uh, influence me, that I need to, when I see them create something really uh, glamorous or glitzy or amazing or inspirational, imaginative, creative, whatever it might be, and you see that the audience are all moving towards them, or they're really commenting and drawing out that this person has up to the level you might have felt the need to do the same right i've got to create this this next level and with your imagination and your creativity and your abilities you were able to do that very successfully but it didn't leave space to grow the it didn't leave space to create that really strong foundation that couldn't be shaken And as soon as there was the setting in of potential boredom of doing the same thing over and over, or um, we'll talk about the next bit in a second, but that essentially that boredom piece of it, then it gets all shaky within whatever foundation has been built. Let's talk about that part first, which is around maturity. In the building of a business or a brand, there is there is going to be a lot of boredom. And that's the mature version of it. Now, in the spiritual community, there's this rhetoric which says, never be bored, always be in bliss, follow your heart, you should never you know, be bored for a second. And if you're manifesting generator, drop every single idea, because suddenly you've got a new, amazing, sparky idea. That's very much the child archetype. The child is amazing. They're full of imagination. They're fun to be around. They're energetic. They, their innocence is beautiful, but they can't manifest. That's not the role of the child archetype. And so we have to look at the business as a business that it is separate from you. It's not about bringing everybody on your own spiritual journey, which actually we talk about in the episode around individuating a brand, where the the making the business about you and your spiritual journey is holding a frequency of vanity. Vanity is a shadow and it's a few things going on here. It's the vanity is not really going to get you um, into a good place, and it also is a little bit irresponsible, which we talk about in that other third episode. So going back to this part of the journey of your journey and the building of the foundation, really been talking about why that foundation might not have been as strong as it was we're talking about the boredom aspect of it Oh, i don't want to be bored i just want to move on to the next thing or the the level of consciousness shifts and now you no longer in in you're now no longer interested in this aspect of the spiritual awakening and you're interested in this other aspect So you can't build a foundation in that way and it is actually very difficult to bring the whole audience with you um, it leaves a lot of issues when you're trying to bring a whole audience with you. So that's that vanity part of it, the inability to hold those levels of boredom and to just stick with um, with building a business as a business rather than building a business as a representative of what is happening in your own spiritual awakening for that first episode, you can do that. And that's what most people do in that building up to the first million or so. There is that I'm experiencing all of this stuff. And I just want to take you all with me. I want to teach it to you. I want to tell you what's going on. I want to connect with my story, with your story. And that does does work for a while. But it can't work forever. And this is why you might be finding that the house of cards is falling. And what was working is no longer working. The other aspect of it is it's gone out of my mind. So let's see if it's, going, it's probably not going to come back if I hold and wait there. It's not going to come back. So we go back into the foundation that all it's is needed is to have that awareness of the foundation wasn't there that there needs to be an ability to feel a bit bored by your business to set it up in a way ultimately if you're setting up now you're going it's going to take you into that third episode of individuating your brand where it's fully safe it doesn't need you it can work on its own it can function on its own and that is so important to a business of course there is that personal brand and that's where that confusion might be well i'm building a personal brand but we can look at the people who are making 10 20 30 whatever million uh and it's built around their personal lifestyle And they're going to get themselves into such trouble later down the line. And I already see the trouble brewing in a lot of those businesses. So we want to, at this level, the million, maybe it's even two million mark. Which is going to be very common that the money's gone as well. Because within this stage as we move into the emotional part of it it's around firstly a lack of boundaries so where you were shifting from one idea to the next it was unbound unboundaried a strong business has boundaries around its ideas it it holds an idea and then it takes to completion this is where human design can be a bit flawed. I'm sure I have no no real knowledge of human design, just what I come across generically. But I see the same thing over and over about manifesting generators, is you've got a new idea. Drop, drop all ideas that don't feel good. And I feel like human design, if you really went deep into it, would be saying something slightly different I feel that they could say that but they don't mean it in the way that's been taught of oh you've suddenly got a new idea just drop whatever's there because that doesn't open you up to a level of maturity where we need to complete ideas yes of course some ideas you know we need to understand when an idea is not going to work and be able to drop it very quickly but We also need to be able to hold the space where we are able to create a life in business and a personal life and in relationship where we can flow with ideas, where we can shift and move, but still hold that uh, strong masculine foundation. This is very feminine, masculine energetics to me, where if you've got a strong masculine container, now the feminine can be you know all of these different ideas but there's a structure if thought about in an intelligent way can hold the feminine's need to move into different ideas different concepts different exploration while still holding a strong business with a strong foundation now that is an important aspect that uh, for each you know if you're going through that you might need someone a coach who understands how that works so that they can help you strategically build that foundation so you have the ability and room and space to have all of those different ideas i'm a manifesting generator so i feel the pain of just like nonstop non-stop ideas it is just torrential. The ideas never stop coming, and every idea is amazing. It's like I've got to do this idea, but it's immature to just keep switching. So it's really important. You've got to understand that strategy, that uh, strategic thing going on within building that type of foundation. That's the boundaries. The boundaries are important. So you might find that if there's a lack of boundary in the Completion of ideas as much as you could possibly do. There might have been lack of boundaries around the finances. This might be where money was coming in, but it was being leaked at the same time, or all sorts of things could have been happening. So the money might have disappeared as well. The next element of it at this level, which I still feel is present, which I don't think is so much so present in the uh, those who are. The 10 million mark and above. And I'm just throwing these figures out just to give a rough idea of where someone might be in their individuation or business journey. But of course, it might it could be, you know, any amount. But let's say the 10 million figure, there's going to be more um, of emotional core stability, which is what has allowed them to get to that level. Less triggering, less projecting. Less attachment, uh, stronger nervous system, which at the million mark, so as, a, as an estimate, as, as I've been saying, might still need more integration. I feel like the awareness is going to be there, um, but it needs more practice, more integration, more strengthening. So when you are feeling triggered, you're able to and uh, un- really work with that and to uh, to move through a place where you're not being triggered and that's part of the journey at this level is to have the- such a strong emotional core stability and I've heard a lot of people who are at the hundred million mark talk about this emotional core stability and very frequently have said that is the one defining factor as to why they got to where they got to. They had that. Um, and so we're all going through this journey. We've had a lot of programming, a lot of trauma, all sorts have been going on. So it's completely understandable why we're all having to figure out this um, the emotional stuff and holding that strong core uh, emotional stability. The other part of this is also not being in denial and not suddenly going, no, that's not me. I'm like, I'm amazing at this. I'm amazing at that. Actually, just listening. It's the listening which uh, stops the feeling of rejection. It brings in the epiphanies. It's the listening that is very intertwined with receiving. And it's, yeah, your subconscious, your conscious might fight, your ego might fight against going, that's not me. I've got it all under control. But go deeper within. No one else, no one needs to know. This is just between you and you. And go, what is the truth? Am I being triggered? Am I projecting? Am I attached? Do I have expectations? All of these things you can observe in relationship as well. And as being honest, it's that, that honesty with ourselves. Once that is really on its way to being sorted out, you've got the foundation, and you've got the emotional part of it down, and you've got the spiritual part down. And let's just go through those three elements again. So the... Which one did I start with? I can't remember. But let's start with the emotional, just for as i've been saying there's this um, you you have that awareness and you know that to get to that next level requires such strength such um emotional core stability that you're willing to work with those triggers the other thing is addiction uh, where are all these addictions because that that's problematic at this level as well so it's the, trick, the triggers, the addictions, the projection, the attachment, the expectation. And as all of that starts to dissolve, what you find is you start to collapse duality. That's the mechanical process to collapsing duality from my own experience, my own observations. And it's in that collapsing of duality that you can just move into that 10 million mark very quickly. So as i say this is all such good news all of those tower moments the dark night of the soul this this feeling of like why isn't this working such confusion is all it just disappears it's gone it's no more and now you're suddenly in a new point of awareness of okay i just built the foundation i stick with one thing and i collapse duality and move into the 10 million mark and as i say i just want to reiterate sometimes it's not about the money um i use the money more as an archetype of um like 10 million has a feeling of what you need to be doing you know you probably need a team or you'll be needing a team soon you will have to bring a certain amount of imagination creativity The individuated state of the emotions is very different from generating $10,000, for example. So, when I'm using the money, it's not just really not a money thing. It's just giving a sense of how much energy that you're giving, receiving, responsibility uh, that level is holding. So, we go back to the foundation. Um, as I'm doing here, I'm just going a little bit back over things, clarifying things, uh, letting them sink a little bit deeper. Uh, so we go back to the spiritual aspect of it. That the spiritual awakening is not the business. As I've said before in other episodes, it's so typical that when you have, when you get pregnant and have a baby, you want to start a baby business. I'm sure most women want to do that. I know I did. I'm like, I've got to start a baby business because it's all you can think about babies. And of course, within a a year or two, bored of it, you're like, I'm not interested in babies. um, And I'm not interested in this business anymore. So it's about picking something in the spiritual brand that you can stick with and grow it without it being part of your spiritual awakening. That's for uh, the people in the first group. When you're moving towards the million, from zero to a million, that seems to be perfectly fine and natural to work in that way. But in order to move past that into a, a brand that is going to really support you financially for the rest of your life, well, you never have to, in a sense, worry about money. Of course, spiritually, you never have to worry about money. But you know what I mean? That you have that masculine structure that is there supporting you no matter what. I gave the example the other day of To Be Magnetic, which I thought was a great example of an individuated brand where the founder is not taking everyone on her spiritual journey. It's there. It does has a function. It's for a certain part, you know, Specifically for the early part of the spiritual awakening or the spiritual journey, just when you're starting to get interested in manifestation, and she hasn't tried to take everyone with her to advanced levels of um, spiritual awakening, for example. Same with the likes of Joe Dispenza. We know that he doesn't follow his own work. He said it in the swimming pool in Mexico um, when I was at the retreat. He does something different. He can't. He can't take everyone to his level because he'd have no audience left. Uh, so he has to hold them all at that level. I find Joe Despender again to be more of that entry level. You, he's very much that person you find in the early stages of the awakening and going, oh my god, all of this quantum physics, and um, and then you you grow out of it and you, you move. But he doesn't move. He stays stable. So you start to see that these very, very successful brands have stability. They are not moving. They're not making it part of their own spiritual awakening. Even though it might have started off at that, they quickly realized that they had to individuate the business. Now, I don't know why I want to say this, but it just just popped into my head and I just love it, is that we really start to see when a business has that uh, individuated, state that and you're stable and everybody knows what you're doing you're not moving uh, you're not shifting you're very anchored now everybody feels orientated in your space they know that whatever you're doing right now you'll be doing in a few years uh, or years and years to come because it's a stable business Now, you might be thinking, oh, my God, I'm going to get so bored. And that brings us back to a lack of maturity. It's not what a business is not for this. um, Let me just entertain myself. Because that holds a level of narcissism within it. This brand is for me. It's to make me feel um, entertained and passionate rather than, no, this brand I'm building for this group of people at this level of whatever it is they're doing and if I happen to get bored of it I built this structure this team who can just take over so then I can continue on with my journey doing something else or um, whatever it is I can dip into this brand I can dip out of it and it can still function without me that creates a very solid business that will just keep providing for you you don't even have to be in it. Um, oh, I sidetracked as telling you about Joe Dispenza. So, you know, he stays stable. He, what he's teaching has not changed very much. Uh, he just teaches what he teaches. And he has the retreats. His business model is really retreats and the meditations. And within the retreats, he usually... When I was doing them, he'd have about a thousand to fifteen hundred people at the retreat, and I remember that he decided to, um, he decided to do one of the meditations and one lecture live on online, and I thought this was such a great idea. Uh, I think I'd done the Mexico retreat the year before. I'll buy this thing. I can join in with the retreat or. An afternoon, and it was $50. And I remember him saying that, Oh, we've got 60,000 people have joined online. Now, I don't know, if, I'm not going to calculate it, but I feel like I calculated it at the time, and that was an extra two million dollars. And what I wanted to show you here is how easy things can be when things are set up in the right way, that there can be this absolute effortlessness and two thousands in your pocket. He didn't have to do anything extra apart from his team, just set up the online thing, which really didn't seem to be that much work. And you see how that structure, that foundation, that ability to be bored holds you in this place where you can create the ease of two million in for uh, you know no extra work and so then you're also looking at those aspects of business which i won't talk about today but how do you bring in all of these other uh, streams of revenue in order to uh, really grow your business to support you to support your family to support the community to offer more of a free service maybe to people globally who can't afford from what you might be charging or to use that money for philanthropy. So in order to be bringing this money in, it's, it's a good thing to then be able to use it to spread out in any way that you want to spread out. So, because I know some people get a little bit guilty with uh, making money, but it's always for a good purpose so we see the importance of why at that million two million dollar level if you haven't already get that foundation sorted just take a few steps back give yourself some space give yourself some time and figure out what this brand could be that you can just hold it there Figure out what your extra exit strategy would be. Figure out if you wanted to take a year off, two years off, could you do that? What is the what is the infrastructure that you're going to place? I noticed with to be magnetic, um, you know, a lot of people like the founder Lacey Phillips. But they love the person who stands in for her, who does most of her podcasts, who looks after the community, who does uh, a lot within the business. They they absolutely love her. So again, that's coming out of that narcissistic frequency, that vanity of like, oh, it's all about me. They only want me. You know, you're building something that is of service to others, which doesn't really need to be connected to you and your energy and your frequency specifically. Um, so that's another thing to look at. Can you can you create something that really just doesn't need you? And then you have the ability to pop in, pop out, or go on a speaking tour, or spend time writing a book, or whatever it is you want to do, you're now free. And that freedom is just, you know, there are no words for it. This is gonna set you up so you don't actually have to listen to episode three and have to individuate in that episode I'll give you some highlights from that in case you're interested what I notice is a complete enmeshment so a person will start doing really well in their brand a woman and she will bring her husband in or partner in and first of all the brand is built on her without her it just doesn't work uh that she's there supporting the team uh that she's deep deep layers of boundaries a bit of an issue where um she feels responsible for the team she feels responsible for her family she feels a lot of responsibility uh which to present its own problems but what i see happening quite a lot uh these women bringing their partners into the business and we're now so enmeshed with the it's just so enmeshed it's just like an accident waiting to happen uh and this I know it seems like a good thing I know it's like all romantic oh me and my partner we're in this business together and um you know it's all about me and it's I don't know it's it's gonna fall apart it has to it's too enmeshed we see that a relationship, if we move to the relationship side, really thrives when people are individuated, when they're each in their wholeness, each doing their own thing, living their own life with their own um, security in terms, security sounds like bouncers that got their security team. No, that they, if there was a split in the relationship, it could be Um, split very easily amicably of like well I've got you know my resources my investments my uh, friends my family my business that I can easily separate from the other now when there is that enmeshment a lot of relationships are going not going to make it through and now there's all of this this stuff to deal with of separating everything. and it has very much a codependency. I can see issues in the masculine feminine dynamics because now the the woman is the boss and the guy is having to work for his wife um, and all of these things, which in the heat of the moment feels amazing, but I think it does cause it does cause problems um, later down the line. That's what's coming up in that individuated brand uh, individuated episode that you might be interested in because um, that the partner coming into the business could be problematic it'd have to be structured very you know, you'd have to you have to really think carefully about what was happening in terms of those um, two people being individuated So back to back to getting into from the million or two million or wherever you are at that sort of level and moving it to the eight figure mark we've seen that it's going to be straightforward just pull back get that foundation find examples of brands and businesses where you can see that that stability you know is there is there someone you identify with going actually they're holding that stability and that's that's a good thing what other things do i need to talk about in this it's also i think pulling it back into simplicity uh often there can have been too much complexity coming in, too many offers, too many um, pieces to the business. As you might have been moving very quickly through the business, it was just accumulating all of this heavy energy of I've got a million and one offers you can have access to. I've got a million things in this vault you can have access to. It's just too much. Um, And so can you completely simplify it? Simplify it to to where it feels painful we're like oh my god this is way too simple that's when it feels painfully simple you're probably at the right level of simplicity otherwise just throwing everything in the kitchen sink into it is um not really going to work when i've seen brands that do that it's disorientating it's confusing it takes a lot of energy of the audience um, I know people who have paid 18000 for for, uh, you know, the vault, and they just spend, because the, they've spent so much money, they feel they have to watch everything, and they're just there for months trying to get through all of the content, which consuming does absolutely nothing, literally a waste of time. You go in, get the few tips that you need, go out and start creating, start moving. Um, when there's going to be, like, hundreds of hours of content, it's a waste of time. Better spend that money on a coach and just work one-to-one and get there much faster. So that—that that is the simplicity part of it. Let's see what else there might be. I feel like that's it for now. Uh, just some thoughts, some reflections to make if you're at that stage. I call this the diamond reset. There was already a diamond there. There still is a diamond there. A bigger, shinier, uh, even better diamond that now needs a bit of polishing. And it's there. And it's ready to move into the next amazing phase of building your business that is there to support you forever just really strong stable mature not going anywhere um with an exit strategy you might never exit it but have an exit strategy that where you, when you come to sell it it's not it can be easily sold and it can be easily made into as i say a hundred million dollar brand a billion dollar brand who knows but it has that potential because it isn't so entwined with only your frequency um, which is as I say, it can be a little bit narcissistic, it can be a little bit in the vanity frequency of look, this is all about me. Um and yeah, create something, you know, something where you can showcase other people. Again, I think to be magnetic does that very well of like this is someone else in the team who has amazing gifts and uh she can bring a lot to the community or whatever it is that you don't have to take on that full responsibility yourself. I think that's it for this episode. I hope you enjoyed that. Feel free to DM me, share with me what you thought, um, all of that. Take care. Bye.